All right. Uh, hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies, kind of, sort of. This week, we needed to do something. And, uh, of course, you know, at times like these, you know, elections coming up, we need, to, we need the record set straight. We need to put history into perspective. We wanted to see <laughs> who our heroes are, okay? The unassailable, unimpeachable integrity of James Rutherford Comey. I don't know if mm. that's really his middle name, but I'm assuming he's a classy guy. He's very patriotic. Rutherford seems like it would be a waspy thing, but it's like bridging the gap. It's like two worlds collide, the founding of the country. You know where I'm going with this. I'm spitballing. <laughs> I am out of gas right now. <laughs> so, yeah, we checked out the Showtime's miniseries or events, uh, The Comey Rule, which is a two-part thing. They had The first part was on Sunday. The second part was tonight. Uh, first part was 90 minutes. Second part, two hours. And uh, we're going to talk about it. Now, we know if you watch Zoobox or we don't really touch too much on politics on Zoobox goes to the movies, um, but we're going to tonight. So if that's something that like uh, bothers your sensibilities, get out of here. Get out of here. Go. I said, go. I'm like uh, that. I'm like John Lithgow at the end of Harry and the Hendersons. Just leave. Nobody likes you. Or Airbud. Nobody wants you here. Airbud. Does that happen in Airbud? Doesn't it? Yeah, like I think it like is that yeah, weird. I made, I made a video about Airbud. Wasn't I have no idea. The clown, the clown dude who's the janitor or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, was, that guy's. See this. Okay, see there's a there's, there's a creepy birthday clown that uses Airbud for his birthday crown stuff. His shows. I think he may, maybe he stole him or whatever. He's not very nice to Airbud. Okay. <laughs> And then Airbud like falls off the Airbud literally falls off the back of a truck because he hits like a pothole and he spills his beer or something. <laughs> he falls out the back of the truck, and uh, and then you know Airbud. Then the rest of it's pretty magical. It's very comparable to uh, the Comey rule, actually. What we're about to talk <laughs> about. the co actually, you know what the expressions that Airbud the golden retriever has on his face are very similar to the way that Jeff Daniels portrays James Comey. Um, uh, Hold, well, on. hold on. Before, let, me bring, before, let me bring up before, the deets. Well, you bring up the deets. Let me do a quick little plug here. Listen, guys, look at this new packaging for El Jefe. Limited edition from ASC Supplements. It's got a snow cone flavor. Okay, listen. I got two of these bad boys, and I cracked one open. It tastes great. Uh, gave me a good exercise uh, pump. Nah, no, it was good. It really is good, though. I mean, go check it out. ASC ASC supplements.com. Go get it now. And uh, ZB20 for 20% off. And uh, he's a veteran owned and operated business. So go get that done. It's our only sponsor. I mean, he's basically, he is a very James Kobe like figure for his own company. <laughs> yes. As Just, presented uh, in the Comey. The, the pinnacle of integrity. We'll so, go down yeah, we, with the ship. <laughs> we watched the Comey role. It is created, written, and I think directed by Billy Ray. Who, Billy Ray uh, Cyrus? Yes, the one and the same. No, <laughs> he's he's mostly a writer, it seems like. He wrote Captain Phillips, Shattered Glass, uh, The Hunger Games, the original Hunger Games. He wrote Overlord from a he few years He wrote the original ago. Hunger Games? Ray Bradbury? Well, no. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Ray, he's a screenwriter. He's a Hollywood screenwriter mostly. So you're and telling me he is the founding father of Scientology, yeah, also known as much. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, he's got credits going all the way back into the 90s, like uh, Volcano. Oh, wow. Hidden Assassin, you Color know, of Nights. 
Oh, a volcano. That's the Sus- one with. You've seen Suspect Zero. You remember that the MKL from movie with Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Uh, I have a flight plan, breach, state of play. I mean, we were both big fans of the of Captain Phillips, though. I mean, I thought Captain Phillips was all right. But you know what? I can see though. I can see the guy right who wrote Captain Phillips writing this and spearheading this. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like kind of it, the corny shit works in Captain Phillips because you want it to be because it's an everyman story. It's not literally intelligence community propaganda. Oh, I'm so sorry. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, it's written and written, created, believe directed by this dude. It stars Jeff Daniels as the unimpeachable James Coney, Comey. Holly Hunter as Sally Yates, Michael Kelly as Andrew McCabe, Jennifer L. as Patrice Comey, Scoot McNary as Rod Rosenstein, Jonathan Banks as James Clapper, Una Chaplin as Lisa Page, Amy Summits as Trisha, An- Trisha Anderson, Stephen Pascal as Peter Strzok, Brandon Gleason as Donald Trump, uh, and there's a bunch of others. Can you Who do actually, me a favor? Give me a, give me a favor. Give me a, give me a Barack, favor. Brock? Oh, the Brock. No. Find Kingsley out who ben- played... Though that guy was awful, but go and find who did John Brennan. Was that really John Brennan? No, that was really yeah. That was just footage from CNN. Little. No, uh, no, 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 no. In the White House, one of they my meet favorite... in the White House, oh. and it looks just like him. Like it looks. No, just no, like no, him. no. That's the guy who's playing James Clapper. No, dude. No, John Brennan, CIA director. I'm telling you, I just watched the film. Oh, look. Okay, well, the Kingsley here played Barack Obama. Uh, I do want to say William Sadler, who is a great character actor, played Michael Flynn. Uh, and he, I mean, they just dunk on him, basically. Well, so, I mean, well, they make him look like a, like a, like bumble- a bumbling idiot. Or like some, like, I don't know. Like when he's in his little Hawaiian shirt and he's like taking the call on the, from the Dominican Republic, you're like, okay, John Brennan. John Brennan, I'm telling you, that it was I'm him. I'm about to tell you, John Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Oh, can you believe that? John Bourgeois. Bourgeois. A bougie man. Bourgeois. Uh, he, I don't know. He's been in, he's been around for a long time. Uh, that, that guy looks just like him. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty close. But because the, they actually they he's in it, but they also show the real John Brennan on TV. I I, I think look, right. Okay. I, I could, yeah, hey, honestly, what do I know, guys? I was laughing the whole time. I could barely see through the tears streaming. Them. Actually, like, part two was really boring. No, uh, I'll tell you this much. At least the first part. Part one was somewhat entertaining. Like, it was somewhat right, entertaining. Yeah, let, let's, uh, well, I'm going to read the log line, then we're going to get straight into it. Okay, right. Jeff Daniels and Brendan Gleeson star as former FBI director James Comey and President Donald J. Trump in this limited series of the story of two powerful men whose strikingly different ethics and loyalties put them on a collision course. <laughs> Anyways, so um Dan. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were just kind of starting to get into this. Yeah, I, I what, thought what did, you, what did you what was your what's your impressions? What's your takeaway? Of the entire series? Just give me your broad thoughts before we get specific. Uh I thought it was everything and it's been pretty much proven wrong. I know. Like, I was like, when did they write this? Like three well, years ago? Well, uh, yeah, this is obviously 2018. Like, they wrote it, like, around that time. And I don't know when, when uh, Comey's book came out, because that's what they said it's based on. But uh, Truth, Lies, and Integrity, or some bullshit, whatever the fuck it is. But it, it most of this has been disproven. Most of this stuff. Uh, and the, even when bringing up, like, the Steele dossier, I just thought oh, it was a little... I mean, but you know, you're like, okay, okay. I, I made a, I, I, I literally, handled, 
I'm sorry. They handled it pretty fairly. They just well, this, paint Trump this, as such a caricature. They never even say that it's not like that. It's completely uncredible in the entire show. They no, keep, no, they keep referring yes, they back do. to it, and they're like, "Well, you know, we don't really know though." And he well, seems they, really upset about it. He keeps bringing it up. So no, there's probably no, that, something there. During the initial review of like Crossfire or whatever, like yeah, they, they do bring up the Steel dossier, and they're like, "Listen, this is not verified." None of this I, is verified. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. They say yeah, that, it, but it, yeah. they do. But that's like a get out of jail free thing because they use it constantly as an implication of like Trump's like attitude and why he cares about it so much and why would he care about about it so much if it's not true and is this compromise? You know, like they keep they keep using it and they keep talking I, about it. I I don't remember them really bringing it up too much, like except Dude, maybe like or the second like, half. Well, the second half, like he, it's more about how Trump responds to the dossier. Oh, for sure, not, 100%. not about them trying to use it in any type of investigation. No, like, but I, they, I, th- I do think the air is there to continuously talk about it. Well, I think. Well, they I think it's there. To, what they what they're doing is they're just trying to frame Trump as trying to hide something. Trump I know is trying that. to. Yeah, that's right, what I'm saying. Like, it's framing, but the, they're not literally saying like the Steele dossier is the crux of everything. You no, know? no, not at all. It's yeah. just. It's, but it is so hysterical. I actually, I was watching uh, the first part last night, and I was on my computer, so I was like taking screenshots and throwing stuff up on Twitter, and uh, I took a, <laughs> I took a screenshot of because I had the subtitles on, and when they throw the steel dossier down on the table, the first they introduce the steel dossier, the the subtitle says thunder rumbles, <laughs> and it's like this big dramatic. Like I'll I'll say this much though about the acting wasn't terrible for for most of them like I thought they were okay like I was like okay it's Showtime dude it's not HBO like you expect more from HBO HBO, you know? HBO passed on this show they're like I don't know guys well well it did they really no oh, I have probably, no idea though. It probably got shopped around I'm sure to a few different you know, outlets and stuff but it was it was. The first part was at least entertaining to me. Like I watched it and I was like, you know what? At least they weren't being complete buffoons. Like I didn't feel like they were being complete buffoons. I think obviously you knew with this how they're painting James Comey as some like integral or in- integrity driven, ethical main patriot. character. He's a patriot. He's, He's a basically patriot. America as a man. Well, well, like <laughs> the thing is, like we all know that Comey went rogue like now and we know comey did do things that that were outside the realm of what his authority was like well, what he was supposed to be doing they touch but, on that a little bit in the movie but, with sally but we, yates but the- we can all admit though we can all admit and i can admit this the first fucking six months of trump's presidency was probably pretty fucking wild oh yeah like, it was a shit show dude. yeah it was a shit show i think that is accurate probably yes to, to some degree um i just i can't get over it and like honestly the guy that plays trump i've seen him in a bunch of movies i know who he is but he's awful like he really he did well dude i thought listen my take was like this i felt like i was watching fucking snl cold open for four hours like it's unintentionally hilarious the writing is so overbearing like it's so overdone that all the time i was like who the fuck wrote this shit like I well, did, I like very, I, I, I wish I had. I wish I had. TV. I wish I had had the ability to like sit down and watch part two with and take screenshots and stuff. But like, 
uh, holy shit. It is just every liberal wet fantasy of what they hope happened. And, but it's written like you have to be a fucking moron to like, it's not subtle about it. It's like beating well, you in the face with a hammer. Well, I the, got, who, let me, let me just read the people at home. This, this, this beat from the, from the series. This is from part one. It says if, if the country ever starts to distrust the Bureau's intentions, it's a bell that can never be unrung. Like, and they all, the, the show is full of like these very dramatic, very like, I was just like, well, it's drama. So oh, it makes sense. I know, but there's good drama and bad drama. No, I mean, I agree. I'm not, I don't listen. And all the stuff with like the Russian guys that they never really did anything with, but they would just cut away to these shady Russian dudes, like drinking just, booze out of a flask being like, ha, yeah. ha, ha, we, we are making Trump win. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you're just kind of, I mean, there's Putin would be very happy with us right now. We have, we are the bots. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just can't, I I couldn't, I couldn't take it very seriously most of the time, but I was going, when I went in, I tried to go in with an open mind and be like, okay, I know I'm, I know I'm a Trump guy. Like I like Trump. So I gotta, I gotta try to stay away as the best I can is from my own, uh, well, what's it called? Biases, sure. But it, it really is just blah. The fir- but at least the first episode, to me, is the better of the two. The no, first I, episode I was more entertaining. The first one is more entertaining. It's paced more. It's paced better. Uh, it doesn't feel like a painful retread of things that you know are not true. They're just like recontextualizing things that happen and then giving you conversations that they don't know whether these happened or not mm-hmm. to reframe everything in, in a, to give them a positive light. I'm saying like, this is just propaganda for the intelligence community. Well, it's weird. It's just weird well, how it's all. Well, some of the weirder stuff was though, they don't even deny the fact that they're all like sycophantic, weird, like into Hillary. And they don't really actually care if she was guilty or not. Like that was kind of like, especially when they talk, when they're talking to uh Comey's family, they use Comey's family as a vector for this message. Like of being like, uh, don't you want to know if she's guilty? Not really, Dad. Yeah, not me, Jimmy. Like him and his evil, his evil daughters and wife. <laughs> his evil, amoral people, and they're like, they could have been the first woman president. Like you're just like, holy shit. I, I, what I did get a kick out of was if they showed anything, and that like maybe tipped their hat or tipped their hand a little bit. Like little bit, it was the day after the election, and like everyone's like crying, like in the office, like this in the woman's office. crying, and you're the like, FBI's office on the FBI's office, the seventh floor, which is like the all leadership, like these are the top dudes in the FBI, right? And you're like, and everyone's shocked, and they're going, and, and beforehand, like how they're like, well, the, we're not supposed to interfere with the elections, and so we can't release this stuff or whatever, and you're like. What do you talk? What does this discussion even mean? Like you have something like at least Comey, if this is it's obviously true that he had some part in actually releasing that a few days before the election, like a week or whatever. Like he did play a role in releasing this information. So I'm not going to say like this is where the deep state narrative kind of falls apart to some degree, because why? Why would they release it? Why would they release it? Of Hillary uh, Clinton's emails. Why? Why would they release it a few days before the election if their intention was to get her elected? You know, oh, like if that's no. really yeah, like the conspiracy theorist side. Oh, that's like, what oh. they 
I mean, that's why, like, I think something like this, maybe you can make the argument that, like, uh, Comey was, like, maybe isn't just that good under pressure, or maybe he did feel obligated in some way to be like, well, if this comes out that we didn't do this and we got this information, like, what is that going to look like? Like, yeah. he, he, to be fair to James Comey, that is a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment. Well, I, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily Comey's the director. There's no way he could be that knowledgeable, and I like there's no way he was that involved. There's just no way that he was that internally involved well, in that. Just, well, in that in that case specifically, I mean that maybe. was a big deal, man. Like that would hit the top. Uh, right? I mean, I'm I'm not saying it doesn't hit the top, but you're looking at the investigators is really where the issue. Like it's not like he sat there and went through every email with them and like you know. No, they don't show that. They don't show that in the in the show either. It's not like yeah, he's sitting there what, like at home looking at my, emails. My, right, and I like how they slip in the Peter Struck line when they're like about to bang, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll stop him." What do you mean? Ooh, they're gonna get me a you give me a hard on with that. I think I think that stuff like, is from the text messages. Well, no, because he doesn't say the people. I believe he doesn't. He doesn't slip in the line. You know, well, the people will stop them or whatever. No, you know? I know that. Yeah. No, like, I listen. Just, we, yeah, no, but we that's know. what I'm saying. That's an example of recontextualizing and, and then, something that you know to yeah. make them look good. That's and, what it and, is. Like, well, this is what whole, he really meant. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, this is where the propaganda comes in, and I honestly don't think it's propaganda, like designed by the FBI or like the CIA. I oh, mean, I don't. It could be, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying it is. I just would sit there and go. You have a lot of line towing Democrats and liberals that work in this place, no. and they were going to frame it in any way to make Trump look bad. It's like, one of the it. most disturbing turns in culture is like Trump has turned people to like, uh, just just like uh, so so up for just believing anything that comes out of our intelligence community. Well, you're just yeah. like this has well, never been this has never been something like they. It's I'm never not, been that way. I would never suggest that like every facet or every agent or every anything like that is a bad person it has nefarious intent whatever it does seem like those guys get out of control those people get out of control a lot though and we have an entire we have like since their founding of history yeah. every few years when things get declassified you're like wow that's really fucking crazy well i mean just because some, well listen there's got to be secrecy and confidentiality in some of the things that they do like but they are by nature a manipulative entity well, like I just watched. I I've been really into political dramas as of re, uh, as of lately, and I just watched The Good Shepherd with Matt Damon, directed by Robert De Niro, and which is it's weird because the liberal left, the Hollywood elites, and like the liberal left or whatever, have always kind of painted to be wary of the intelligence agencies. Like they've yes. kind of usually painted them as like a shady operation. Yeah, even when they like I watched The Eyes of March recently too and um you know another even though it's a democratic candidate you know like they still show who this guy really is like we're in in this uh, respective move like there was at least some sort of fairness like they didn't just attack and like make always the bad guy a republican or whoever it's just like the established government is always an issue like it's there's the an man. issue that's like fighting the man basically yeah like and yeah. honestly i can't believe the shepherd got the good shepherd got that many bad reviews i was blown away it's like yeah because well, i think people think it's slow i like it i, I do like too it. i do too. i enjoy i it's like a, it a lot it's a great like lazy afternoon movie dude it's just good it was raining you know the other day mm -hmm. don't fact check me on that but it could have been uh 
but and I was just, just like, I'm done. Good. I'm done wistfully looking out my window at the street. Yeah. And rain pattering on the street. Yeah. I think it's time I watch the good shepherd. Well, I, I just to sit there and say that human beings are not corruptible and not able to do things for their own vested interests as far as like what they believe, you know, like sure. it, it just makes sense that these guys who were educated, uh, probably some of the best schools in the nation that have a very left-leaning bias. Uh, I'm not saying that they were that they're not able to leave that at the door, but if you view the guy coming in, and I think they frame it pretty well in the defense of the Showtime, is that they really believed Trump. If this is true, they really believed he was an asset. They really did. Do you think that they really did, or was this something to undermine the administration because they had problems with like him as a candidate, and also? Because, uh, like, the Steele dossier is the thing that starts all this, which they don't even get into any of, like, how it got into their hands, how yeah. it came to be. They don't do any well, of that they, stuff, which they is do. so... They do. They said through public or private... No, no, in, like, they, people... they, they give a line to describe the thing, but they do not talk about... They admit DNC... Stuff. Yeah, but they met, admit the DNC paid for it. They admit that, you know, like, like they sure. say that. What I'm saying so is, at least like, they're being objectively honest I would agree about who paid for it. They, it, but they, they treat that stuff, that information as throwaway dialogue because they still right. treat the, the piece, they still treat the dossier as if it's an important thing. So what I'm saying is I don't think that they actually believed the credibility of this. I don't. I would no. have a hard, I, it doesn't seem like no, well, reality no, no, but that they actually did. No, but we don't know. The people, well, I'm not saying they did or didn't, but I'm just saying if, well, from what the movie is at least saying for context is that they believe that Ru that trump is being blackmailed by russia there's yeah, like this there's a, yeah, this one particular line of dialogue I, with that's how the, I know that's how the show presents it i'm sorry but well there's this one particular line of dialogue where they have it where he says like four or five years ago trump was in debt or something and like are there yeah russian oligarchs you he, borrowed money from russian oligarchs and they bring it up a couple times but if the act okay so you're a good guy you're working for the government you're you're you could be whatever side it doesn't matter but you view the now incoming because it's really the problem is is the now when he becomes the presidential candidate if nothing really before that really matters mm -hmm. that whole so does the buildup, which really sucks. The second episode doesn't really act on it. But I mean, they view him as an insider threat. Like, that's what they view him as. Mm -hmm. it's, like, that's why Comey's taking all these notes, every phone call. But but it would not shock me to learn in real life Trump doing some of those things. One hundred percent. Like, I don't no, think it would. I, but I don't think it was like the nefarious. That is how like, he talks. That's how he talks. That's how well, he acts around people. Like, just I'm saying, if you were to take his, it is completely based off. Like, what I'm saying, it's like this fantasy version, this this wish fulfillment of what they imagine, what it would be like to talk how, to Trump and alone. How do, and how based they represent on, Trump is just so disingenuous, in my opinion. But. I mean, based on his public persona, like those are the things that they are feeding into. Like, I don't know who the audience for this is. It's not going to convince anybody that doesn't already believe no, this. this. Yeah. And then it's going to be laughed at by people that don't believe it. Um, it was all, clearly was planned to be released near the election to remind everybody 
to set the record straight, basically. Yeah, but this is the problem. Is like it's already been set straight. We know that they no, how they got no. to Flynn. You know, I know that, but this is the arrogance of these people. Dude. I know, dude. This but literally, blows this, my mind. This is the hubris of these people. They think they're gonna come in and tell you what really happened. Literally, this is 2015, 2016 all over again. Is they're playing the same handbook that they or playbook they're playing from it because last yesterday they released Trump's tax records. Or whatever. Again. <laughs> well, the what? same story. It's the same exact story from last time. But they say that he only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes. That's not true. He in twenty seventeen well, no. in in income taxes. Well, not total have... ta- not total taxes. Be and it's all because of like what he made versus what he spent well, and yada yada. Only, well, because he did not get paid. He he doesn't get paid from the Trump or you can't be getting paid by a private organization to be president. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So he got so 2016, 2017, his taxes show that he paid $750, but they're not showing that he actually paid, not in income, but like in liability taxes. He has to pay those. 1.2 million in 2017 and fucking 4. Point something million in Which, uh in in, in 2018. Uh, this is actually most a lot of people cuz people have short memories these days and um thankfully I follow some good people on Twitter that like kind of put a timeline together. Uh they started this is actually a story broke in 2016 during October. one of the one of the de- the debates Hillary brought it up. It was one uh, of the big and, October surprises. And then it also came around again in 2018. The only difference between this one and the 2018 story who which was I believe the same writers is that they didn't have the specific numbers. But the gist was exactly the same. There's also footage of Trump uh, talking about this openly. He completely admitted it. He's like, yeah, I used the system. Like, I used the deductions and what I could do. It's like, the, why? Like, who's a, a Trump supporter already knows that he's admitted to not doing anything illegal, just saying, I used the loopholes. There was well, loopholes. I mean, where everybody's. Well, the Trump supporters and even like libertarian people, they're like, good. You found a way to not to pay, pay less taxes. Good for him. Fuck, fuck the federal government. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I, and I can sit there and go, you know, we have a sense of duty like that is being portrayed in this film, a sense of duty. This is really what it's about, about a greater calling for the, you know, for the greater good. And we have to, we, we have to follow the constitution and all this stuff. And they're talking about FISA warrants. And I'm like, yo. Yo, you guys lied. We know it now. How could they put this movie out in good conscience when we know they absolutely lied on the Pfizer, like to yeah. get the warrants to to go into General Flynn? That's because people they know goddamn well that the the people that are gonna like watch this are people that are gonna hate watch it and people that already agree with it, and they know that. Most people, and then there's, I'm sure there's obviously people in the between, but most your average person is just not going to look into it. They're going to be like, yeah, cool. Like, that is what happened. Because yeah, the, real, so the reality of that situation still to this day gets obfuscated and buried, and it's like it's so many layers of narrative that like, you strip away before you can even get to the truth of anything. Like, and, 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 uh, Comey, and Comey, Comey in this in this film comes off as like a very, like, ethical guy and all this stuff and i'm like i don't know the real james Comey. i, I just want to do the gosh darn right thing yeah i just want to yeah. do the gosh darn right thing and his wife is like against him too which is like funny she's like you, you yeah, can't do great. this to her and you're like what are you doing lady I'm like what the fuck and he had this this whole like cancer colon cancer thing because he's been through shit dude yeah yeah he's been there 
then they like go to the Pulse nightclub shooting. Gotta get some dead gays in there. We gotta get them. This fucking uh, this is as angry as he gets in the entire three and a half hours. I actually made a note of it. It says, "Uh, well, plug it, will you?" He's talking about the leaks that are coming from the office. Says, "Well, plug yeah. it before you before I go rip shit." Yeah, it really frosts me. Yeah. Like that's that's as angry as he gets. <laughs> and he is very. He comes off as very even keeled. You know, just very yeah. middle of the road and. What did you and think obviously of- that's intentional, but my favorite one of my favorite lines, though, my favorite moments of the series is when he meets Obama for the first time when he's like interviewing for the job. This is some real dialogue, actual dialogue from the Comey rule. Money is nice. Stopping bad guys is better. Like that's something from a fucking direct to video like. No, it sounds like a porn fucking like, like or, a porn. Or, or a porn or a porn or a direct to like streaming fucking Netflix action movie. This this movie, they should do a Mystery Science three Theater 3000 for this film. They had any courage, they would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Those probably guys are probably fucking libtards. Well, but. Bill Cor- Corbett, the guy who plays Crow, you know, the robot Crow. With yeah. The, he's yeah. a fucking nutty, like, socialist nutty, like, burn it down! It doesn't fucking surprise me. Eat and, and, Yeah. <laughs> there, there is there's enough to say about this film that I think it's worth a watch if you want to be entertained in multiple ways. So, like, if you're a Trump supporter, you can watch this and fun. laugh, and you'll be, like, horrified that this is the way they view him. Because, like, as a, as a Trump supporter, I mean, I, you know, I sat there and I was like, it, it, I understand, like, in the, I knew it, dude. I called it. Called it. In the first episode, I'm like, they're going to show him eating, and they're going to be showing him eating like a pig. I knew it. I was the like, that's what you do with every... Uh-huh. The egg McMuffin delivered on a silver platter. Hey, you to know, the Oval you gotta, Office. Yeah, you got to do it. Well, they, they make a, and then like there's somebody in the office with them that notices it, and they're like, oh, so uh, oh, this creature. No, but like when he's eating <laughs> the ice cream, and he's like, <laughs> and James, and James is just disgusting. Yeah, he's doing the same face. He's going, oh my god. Yeah, you're like, look at this piggy, this little piggy eating from the trough. It's fuck, I got this beast elected. And you're just kind of, and uh, it's uh, Hillary lost because she didn't campaign in Michigan. She didn't campaign in all these states or whatever. I'm just over it, dude. And oh, well, uh, yeah, dude, of course the Russians are making uh, bot farms because they're funny people. They and understand. Our President Putin will send us many, many well wishes for our work. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like almost like seriously, almost verbatim how they talk. Yeah, uh, I would say weird. The, the Trump performance is like uh, Brennan Gleason. They actually, got his they got his breathing down perfectly oh, though. I will say that. Yeah. That, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. well, because it was a thing like from the uh, epiphedrine or whatever he was taking the Sudafed, like <laughs> always doing that when he was talking. It's like they took these little cues and then they built like a caricature of him. And then that's what they did. So it comes off, I would say, out of everybody, the Brennan Gleason one, uh, as Trump, comes off as the most Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It, like, it's character. Better, be- better than a bald one. I would say it's more more closer than bald ones. Bald I don't like, is- I don't like, I don't think he caught his voice at all, honestly. But he got the rhythm. He got the, no, he got the caricature rhythm. So, when, guess, so for people that I mean, don't like Donald Trump, they go, oh, what yeah. an evil. Fuck, but it's look at this. so over. It's so ice cream, eating egg McMuffins in the Oval Office. Man <laughs> has no respect. No respect on it. I just thought it was too. 
it just wasn't there. Like he he really it was just like I'm well, watching. I'm like this. Stuff. He brought like a demon quality to it because he's always yeah. like this dark. and he's always playing with his tie. And he's always like, like he's always like looking down during important meetings, not giving a fuck. He's like, oh yeah, well, yeah. Because I'm like, big, is this... he's a big dumb idiot, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or or he's so selfish. He's so self involved, and like every conversation was all about him. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, I'm not saying that's not a reality i think that is the public persona of trump yeah but like i don't i just don't see anybody like sitting behind it's like look at uh, obama in front of everybody he was cool he was cordial he's super nice good voice Be, you know in the back he's like off with their heads he's like get snowden like get that motherfucker i said kill this dragon now yeah I said, you know kill this job ass russian bitch now <laughs> that's what he actually talks like a lot of people i mean know. I mean, it is what it is. I, I just I just sat there going, like, it's so overblown. And the Republicans, if they ran Hollywood, they would be p- pumping out movies against Obama all the time. Okay? Like, they would have been. We would be, like, watching, like, this version of, like, the Nazi takeover with yeah. Obama. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I, mean, I think that's... Imagine if they did, like, you know, the Obama years, like, the movie. Like, they did... Or the Obama rule. They did the Obama rule, and it was directed by... Fucking Frazier. Uh, what's his they name? Are, they, they, they already did one. It's called Obama's America, right? Whatever. That's a documentary, though. And then uh, the Dinesh D'Souza, Hillary Clinton's America. And then just, there's, just, now just, there's a new there's a new one called uh, Trump's America. It's gonna be sick. No, but like fucking Pepe yeah. memes, thumbs up. No, I you know like the just the Brendan Gleeson thing though. Like he added like this uh sinister quality to it because he would get really low in guttural which is not how trump at yeah sounds not, a, like, not at all like, i expect yeah loyalty. like yeah. you're like are you the are you the demon from spawn what is going on <laughs> i will kill you jason win like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was absolutely awful uh I, i'm not saying that's on him it's obviously on the direction well that they wanted to go but in like that scene where he's walking out in the make like the the pageant, whatever that shit is called, Miss Universe or whatever, and he like his thick meaty palms like just touch that Again, chick's shoulder. Another opportunity to be used nasty boys by Janet Jackson. <laughs> Miss. Another one. Miss. I, I just can't believe that they actually thought this was I mean, I could see it made back in 2018 and you'd be like, okay, at the time it all made sense, but how can they get in good conscience? I think this is a good. Like, how is it good? People are animals, Dan. What is, what is the ratings on this thing? It's like, actually is... not that great. Well, IMDb has it at a six point five, so it's like mediocre. That's a mediocre oh, one. About the tomatoes. I don't know what the tomato oh. meter says. What does the tomato meter says about the Comey rule? Well, it's only the first episode, and if that's the first episode, episode well, number no, they, be trash. They got advanced stuff, and by the time they, we, we Dan, we watched this tonight, so. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there was no high digital C writing. There was no out there on the frosty, frosty never even listening never. to kid rock music, you know, just being wild. None of that. Uh, let's see here. The Comey rule. I bet. I bet it's like a thousand. They're yeah. like, normally we only do a <laughs> hundred, but for this week it's a thousand. Yeah. Um, but actually, you know, 63%. Yeah, that's Critics about right. Three percent audience to seventy-eight. I would probably personal score. So I would put it at fifty, because I think it is a weird, gross, 
liberal piece of propaganda that is like so self-serving and smug and like kind of gross in that way and yeah. just like at the idea that these people are the the protectors of the the fabric of the country and fucking patriots that was a and little trump gross is that. like the I mean, I trump, just... trump could be like that and those people still would not be the opposite like it... <laughs> no it's it's all about control but like the thing is i will no there has to be some it's, it's different it is funny, but it, there is a difference from when Trump ran, and then no one thought he was going to win, and sure. you know, there was just no way in hell. And you're like, now it would be different. I, I don't even think they're on his side still. Like, I honestly don't think the intelligence agencies are on his side. But I, I don't think so at all. No, Ray, um, we're, Ray's been <laughs> fucking wild. Every every scene between Comey and Obama plays out like a like a. Oh, the dude! Old man scene, like, like they, like they want to fuck, and could, and could they have put a worse guy as Obama? The guy's awful. He, he has like the voice, but doesn't look. Partially. It doesn't. It's not right. Well, they, yeah, they, uh, they hired a little young, okay? Around yeah, the dude's like what twenty six, twenty fourteen. Uh, uh, Obama looking like he had aged about twenty years. time, you know, throughout his presidency, yeah. stressed. Well, I mean, I mean, the dead dude like probably not? was. That dude looked like he was in his early thirties. Like he did not look, but yeah. whatever. It's a movie. It's like a yeah. boy in a costume. Like he really did. Kind of looked like a little boy in a costume. Yeah. Like hey, let's throw some baby powder in your hair to gray it up a little. But bit. at least, at, like at least they have a conversation in the Oval Office, like where they're like, "Oh, Trump, uh, we, we're gonna be careful." But we like, at least they showed context. There was enough context there. There's Should enough to say that fucking Terminator music during that scene. They're like. <laughs> We have to take him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Execute Order sixty six on President right. Trump and his family. Uh, it was it was one of those things. Got a family I gym, mean, right? <laughs> I would get I I I would I, I would give it like a fifty sixty like there's I I don't mind I didn't mind the first episode and it's like I can take all personal bias out and just say you know what first hour and a half was somewhat entertaining. Yeah, and but then, it's not, like, you but know. it's not entertaining in the way it's meant to be entertaining. Or did you find it that it I mean, it was okay. It was okay. Dude, I was like howling. I was so I, I had I had no choice. I had to start taking screenshots. I've never done this before. I felt compelled. I, I thought it was like the least the first episode was, you know what? It's not <laughs> smug. It didn't feel smug in the uh, first episode. Ever spend much time on Facebook, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I mean, like, it was, we, we they even knew the reality of the Russian bots and what was going on and how much money was spent at the time that all this stuff was going on. And they act like, oh, my God. And then they cut to mysterious Russians in Russia like, ah, ah, ah. You're like, OK, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's like two dudes. Like, it should have been two dudes in a basement just, like, shit posting. Two, like, two, like, fucking 35-year-old dudes shit posting on fucking, you know. Yeah, but that's all this. Like, people didn't understand shit posting back then, I guess. Like, on like a major. They still don't. Well, I mean, like, you'll see people on the left or that will start sharing like Babylon B articles. And you're like, dude, like, like can you believe this? And it was, well, you know. Because they're just the right leaning version of the onion. I mean, they're, it's not the most original thing in the world. They just do the onion for conservatives. It's the same exact. Right, but, but what, I, what I'm. No, I know, but like, a left leftists will share it as like facts and you're like it's kind of funny but it's it's shit posting is this people i if anything well yeah due, due to the previous 
election, people are way more wary of it now. Like they're kind of like not just gonna trust a hundred percent everything they see. They I should. think most people don't. But and people, like, I, people should. Well, I don't know if that's most people, but uh, people well, should. Like uh, people no. have this thing where they read headlines and then that's it. They don't actually go into an article. They don't like look at things. I would disagree. I think and that you you it's proven. It's proven that this is the, the reason why like the New York Times article. Yeah. They lead with in the first like three paragraphs explaining his $750. I know. Cuz they know after the first three paragraphs people don't people stop. stop. They get what yeah. they want and they get 100%. out. Yeah. And even in that same article, they go like 20 paragraphs down it's like a fucking five six page article you go all the way down they explain how he actually paid taxes because they have to they have they to. have to. exactly no because it's it is a drama mystery piece and that's how they set it up they're like well like these are the facts and then they don't explain context they don't explain tax code they don't explain any of that stuff they're like but these are the facts yeah and is, that, but that's the this problem is, though it's a lot yeah. like the comey rule they're like here are the facts well, it's it's like statistically proven that by October, the October surprises really don't have effect on elections anymore. Um, like they're really not that. Like it would have to be something explosively like big. Dude, remember How, when we, we stayed up all night to see the WikiLeaks do something and then didn't do anything? Yeah, that yeah. was really that was because we were waiting for that October surprise. Yep, <laughs> and it didn't happen. But now, you know, I think. If Trump does lose, I bet he pardons Snowden, pardons Julian Assange, and fucking rides off into the sunset. Mm. Just see ya. That would be baller. Although he might try to run again in 2024 then. So he yeah, might he's going to be too old, dude. No. Yeah, dude, he's 77 right now. Yeah, some he's of like that 78. Pseudofed. No, he's not, is he? Yeah, dude, he's 77 right now. Hold on. There's no way. Trump yeah, age. He's definitely 77. 74. Nuh-uh. So he could run again at 78, which he'll be around the same age Joe Biden dude, is. Right yeah, now. that's not going to happen, dude. He's going to be like, hmm. Nah. And I'm telling you, by that time, four years from now, Dan, I got plenty of time. I get into the, involved with the campaign. Janet Jackson, Nasty yeah. Boys. Every show. Every, Every single show. time he comes out, he comes out like I, this. I don't think he would run again. I don't think he would run again. I think Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, like, they would have a real shot. And Nikki Haley. Is, Nikki Haley's running. Yeah, Nikki Haley, I don't really uh, respect a lot of her policy. Uh, no, I'm not but, a fan of her either, but I'm just saying that is who no, – that's the future I, of the party probably. That's who they really are going to push, but she's not going to be able to withstand it, I don't think, personally. Also, probably couldn't use Dan Jackson's Nasty Boys. So I don't want – I don't want – I honestly don't want politicians to run anymore. Like, I don't want – so just game I want show outsiders. Exclusively game show hosts. I just want outsiders. I want people who are fresh and who haven't been beat down by the system. And Nikki Haley did some good stuff at the UN and everything, but you know, talking it is, like, is. I'm talking guys like Drew Carey, Wink Martindale, yeah. Alex Trebek, <laughs> Elon Musk. Um, Elon Musk, you know, he could run some. Is he? Well, he's he's a U.S. citizen, right? Or he's born in the United States, right? Yeah. And not to mention Project Veritas. Fuck yeah. Oh, the, the ballot. Yeah. The ballot, uh, what do you call Harvesting. it? Harvesting. Apparently, Fuck it's yeah. not illegal in the state that they're doing it, though. Yes, it is. I was I was reading up, some... Up to three people. One person can harvest up to three ballots. Okay. That So it's legal, but the dude <laughs> had hundreds. I know, that dude... 
Because my car is full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the only thing that matters is money. And you're like, yeah, if, you, if this is America, if you ain't got money, get out. Like, you're like, hey. Eh. Hey, right. and he, well, then why are you supporting Elon Omar, dude? Like you're just supporting the wrong candidate. That's a Trump voter right there. Maybe he's on the maybe he's on the right side of history, Dan. Yeah. And you're besmirching this man. And James O'Keefe is seriously fucked up because this is a Trump guy. Yeah, it's just it. I do think that it's the uh, draining the swamp is something you can't do in one term. I think it's going to be have to be it's going to have to be decades. It's going to take decades of work. You know? I'm looking forward to the constitutional amendment. I'm looking forward to him just declaring himself a king and just being there until he dies, and then Baron will take over. Don Jr. is go- Baron is literally going to kill Don and the other one that nobody cares about, Eric. It's Eric and Ivanka is going to be like going to actually be the one that runs the country, but Baron's going to be the face because he's like seven feet I foot think, tall. I think Ivanka could could win. I think I Ivanka could. Uh, I don't Are really. You, you think me? so? She's fucking hot. Well, and you that, know, she could pull off Janet Jackson's nasty boys. Probably. Um, dude, could you imagine, dude? Do you ever seen a picture of her in a bikini, bro? Wow. I know Trump has, but oh, fucking <laughs> probably, dude. Fucking God bless him. She know? wasn't my daughter. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just know the Comey rule had uh, plenty of uh, spicy content for the liberals out there, but it's like a movie you can watch and laugh because it's so ridiculous. If it's you also know, like, if you, you know, actually know what happened and what the fallout yeah. is, like, it is really funny that it's just like, guys, like, you know, this, film. I mean, but we also know that they knew these things at the time. That's what came out is like how long they actually knew the reality of the situation. And then they present a story in which they didn't know. Well, this seemed- movie, this was obviously on. This is a three and a half hour film. This was probably made fucking 2018. This was probably no, filmed in This was probably filmed. Uh, you know what? I guarantee you this was filmed. Look this up, year. look at production t- t- time. No, because, well, because all that no, stuff it was. Just came out. Yeah, yeah, but all that stuff just came out in the, the last six months. Yeah, but the photos and stuff for it, yeah, have only been around for a couple months. What photos? What do you mean? Photos? I mean, I'm saying like showing of like Jeff Daniels as Jim Comey and Brandon. No, Gleason. no, no, no. I know, I know. But that that's too late. They already invested X millions of dollars into this movie. Like they're not well, just going to pull it. This is, uh, this is low budget. How much? Um, oh, so uh, you're telling me all these liberal Hollywood people did it out of the goodness of their hearts? Yeah, this is uh, seriously. This is their hashtag resistance. Like this is what this is for them. When was this filmed? Um, it just says 2020. It's the only thing I can date I can find. No, but this was I mean, it's a TV production, Dan. Like it's probably was seriously was done this year. Probably right before COVID COVID. Uh, but then but then again though, all that information just came out in the last like six months. About well, no, no, well, the yes, yes. Well, you're right. Public the public knowledge of what actually yeah. happened. But uh yes, you're right. But this but to release this makes you just look like a fucking asshole like just yeah. makes you like a jerk off like, if, you you're know, like if you know of the actual history oh, exactly and that's i think they're hoping that people don't they're hoping whatever and i know they don't even care they're just like oh we fucking did it guys we nailed this fucker this pig you think trump watched it i bet he did oh. i bet he did i think he did dude trump shits on himself all the time that dude would watch this would he watch it? I mean, maybe. I think he would. Yes, he would. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to come out. He's going to, I watched it. And uh, it's lies. It's bullshit. Yeah. Fake news. 
Yeah. Trying to give the Brendan Gleeson performance. It was fake news. (laughs) It was fake. He really did. It was like, I knew when I first, when I I was like, they're going to show Trump eating just to like, I knew it. It was like my gut instinct. I'm like, they're going to show you every villain, every big villain. They always eat. Like that's like a, you know, like they're, they're little piggies in a trough. Like this is how villains are in every movie. You can name any movie except the Joker and the Dark Knight. It's the only one I've ever seen where the villain doesn't eat. That's maybe true. Like it's like it's a common thing, and he well because back. oh because we just associate that with being a pig. So like culturally, and yeah. like our even our sense memory as a culture, we're just like oh that means you're gross. That just means you're gross. Yeah, Same thing I'm if, if you look if you see eater. like a a lot of like you know bad guys from the in the eighties and nineties like sweaty hairy baboon looking dudes, right? Yeah, guys like me. I yeah. could have I could have been a great a great heavy back in the eighties and nineties, you know. Maybe I could still probably do it today too, you know. Why not? Um, bring it back. I could be like a Tony Soprano type, you know. I'm the villain, but I'm actually the also the protagonist at the same time. Which go check out the Mafia Definitive Edition. Not bad. Actually, yeah, I'm actually enjoying. It. I've only got to play it like an hour, but. Well, wait until you get to the race car part. <laughs> well, that's I'm sure that has not aged well. Oh my god. Well, that's like when I was trying to do the taxi stuff, and it's like two and a half minutes, and like you're, the physics, the car physics, and the mafia. Oh, well, are all... no, well, no, but they're supposed to be because they're old cars. That's yeah, it's part of the design, obviously. I'm, but... I, like I can suspend my disbelief, guys. You can just make this control like, <laughs> like, like, like a Corvette in 2020. Yeah. Let me help me out. It yeah. was like, but like you're in this souped-up car, and you have to do this race thing, and I'm like, dude, I actually the only time I beat it is when I actually sat up, like I had to sit up. And like lean in, like and like really get focused, because you have to be fucking perfect on that shit. Mm-hmm. It was like six times in a row, and I was like, "Fuck!" And that's like eight minutes every time. Well, I'm really enjoying because it it's the only one in the series I have never played, so it's actually a new game for me. So that's cool. Yeah, I've never played. I played Mafia Three. Sucked. It was boring. Mafia Three is like I like parts of Mafia Three. I like that it's a sequel to Two. I like that Michael is back in it, but yeah, it's it's just tedious. Right. Yeah. Not enough variety in those missions. Like we, yeah. Dan and I are guys that like tedious fucking podcast games. We call them. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a movie games. Or I, I, I never watch movies. I always do political and social commentary. And yeah, I do, Yeah, exactly. A lot of podcasts. I've, yeah. I, I, over the past few months, I was like, I need a fucking break. So I just like, I found a way to put my laptop where the eye line of the lap. The laptop and the TV are at the same time without making me go cross-eyed. I fucking I figured it out, folks. I watched the entire series of Kolshak the Night Stalker over the summer, like when I was sick with COVID, playing uh, the Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fucking way to do it. That's a great game. That's another game that's it's really fun, tedious, but the right yeah, kind. Yeah, but it, it, at least it was like you know, like it wasn't so tedious. It was entertaining. The combat was entertaining enough to... Yeah, no, the actual... Because I think the, the missions of the actual game are good enough that, like, all the extra stuff, you never feel really bogged down too much. And all the yeah. extra stuff is so slight. It's so easy to do. Yeah. It's so quick. Yeah. It's not like you're investing tons of time doing the shrines and stuff. Like, it's usually, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, know? especially if you turn it on super easy. And then, you know, it's one of those things, like, right before you go to bed or whatever, you're just like, oh, fuck, maybe I'll hit up a couple of shrines. I don't need to do a mission or whatever. I'll go yeah. get some fox shrines or something. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, a it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. 
Beautiful. I love the look of the game. It's a gorgeous looking game. I love the vistas. Every once in a while, I'll just sit there. I'm going to tell you right now, dude, if, if Cyberpunk sucks, we ride we burn it down. Throwing the PlayStation out. Tossing I, it into the Do you guys want a reason to go out there and burn some shit down? <laughs> if Cyber 20, Cyberpunk 2077 sucks, we riot, boys. Yeah. We get out there and there's we riot. A, there's a reason. There's a reason. To, there's, there is a reason to what do it. What do you think the chances are? I think, you know what? I mean, I have faith in CD Projekt Red. I do. I love the fact that they're like, oh, we made it shorter because nobody finished Witcher 3. And not enough people, not a percentage of people finished Witcher 3. And I was just like, uh, but when they said what the actual like time for the campaign was, it's still like 50 hours. So I was like, Yeah, oh. but that doesn't include all the extracurriculars. So I guess was the campaign for Witcher 3 longer than 50 hours? Yeah. I mean, Dude, it's a long, long game. But I didn't. I never cared. I literally played it for two hundred hours my first playthrough because I did yeah, everything. Yeah, I know the feeling. I know the feeling on that one. I've played. I've probably plugged a good five hundred plus out of that game. I've probably cashed like a good hundred hours into Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, like I almost have hundred percent of that game. Close well, to drag, it. Least, Dragon Age Inquisition, one hundred and twenty hours. Let's go. You ain't got shit. And I'm not even. 40% through the game. That game is long as dog Did you get shit. the Game of the Year edition with all the... Yeah, it is long. Dude, I haven't even got through the main story yet. No, I know. I think some of the, the add-on stuff is integrated into the... I have show. no idea, dude. It is so in-depth. But, hey, I, I know we're doing the Comey rule, but... You, if you guys are looking to, for end-of-quarantine, long, tedious games, those are some. Those are mm-hmm. some. Give it a shout-out. Go, go, go do it. Cyberpunk 2077. It's gonna happen. <laughs> So what would you say, Dan? Like, who is, like, out of everybody, this is maybe a good way, who was your favorite, like, performance? Good, bad, like, whether it was because you thought it was a good performance or you just, like, had fun watching it? I, I honestly can't even think of anyone that sticks. I, I guess Rosenstein guy was okay. <laughs> Scoot McNary. Like, <sighs> actually, you know who it was? The guy who played Jeff Sessions. That guy oh, was Joe Latrulio, the fucking yeah. he's a comedian and he's uh <laughs> he's uh, from the state. He was in um super bad, people would know him. He's the guy that like uh they meet at the bus stop or they hit with a car and he yeah. takes him to the party. That's Joe yeah. Latrulio. Uh I think my favorite performance is either Lisa Page or uh Jeff Daniels. I s we made a joke about Airbutt earlier, like Jeff Daniels giving his basing his performance off of Airbud the golden retriever like that's not even that far of a stretch <laughs> like because he's just like huh yeah huh send it send it <laughs> yeah send it whatever tell, he said no what did he say uh tell me more is that what yeah, they no, say yeah. they use yeah, a phrase yeah. over and over again they're like tell me more now i think tell me more now like Something like that like it's like a catchphrase they use in the office like yeah <laughs> like go fuck yourselves guys you yeah. fucking spooks Get yeah. the fuck out of here like with your spook propaganda. Yeah. Nobody has time for this. The American people are not fooled. I mean, I I honestly, the Jeff Sessions performance was probably the best, though, because he has, he got his voice down. Like, oh, great. yes, I would say, actually, yeah. I, Bill Sadler as Michael Flynn. <laughs> that was a funny performance. It felt like a Mr. Magoo performance. Or he's like, <laughs> like, or he's like fucking like, you remember in the beginning when the first time you see Michael Flynn and he's in the Russian like embassy or whatever. And he's just like, oh, like, yeah. oh, like, like a brain damage guy. Like, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? This is out of control. This is mad. You don't like Obama. 
I didn't like him either. Like, oh. <laughs> Guys, it was so slimy. Honestly, this whole movie's slimy as fuck. It's slimy. Oh. It's just greasy. The guy who plays the guy they got to play fucking Peter Strzok. They hired like an actual handsome dude, not some sniveling rat looking dude. They didn't yeah. even try to get somebody that looked like him. This is the guy actually, I think he's from uh he's from Rescue Me, that show with uh oh what the fuck is his name? Willem Dafoe. I'm just saying. The no, guy him, no Dennis Leary, who Dennis kind Leary. of looks like Willem Dafoe as they get older. A better think... a better looking Willem Dafoe. Like a more filled out, less gaunt yeah. looking Willem. Like yeah. skeletal, you know? Less less yeah. goblin-esque. Willem Dafoe is definitely a better actor. Uh, Dennis Leary, obviously a famous comedian who sang the song Asshole uh, about 30 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, that guy cracked me up. Ah, I mean, most of the performances were very middle of the road. No, it's Except, TV show performances, which I think they must have shot this very quickly. Like, probably if they like, had Aaron Sorkin from fucking the West Wing, write this fucking shit. This is just bad Aaron Sorkin, Dan. This is what this it, is like Aaron Sorkin is ins- insufferable enough on his own, but this is like the bad version, the discount. I mean, I'll, Aaron I'll Sorkin. This, but Aaron Sorkin at least can bring human. It's like human. It's like there's a human element to it. It's a little You're a sappy motherfucker. That's what you are. It's fun. It's fun though. Like, you know, like he brings it in and there's good side characters. You grow to love them. I can you know? I can only imagine, Dan, if 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 marijuana was legal in Alabama, I can just see you like ripping a bong and be like, ugh. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Fuck this. Fuck, dude. Yes. Hey, that, 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 yes, was yes, that was yes, me and Shazam. That was me and Shazam, dude. <laughs> Fucking imagine Shazam. If got got, like, imagine if you were in the headspace now because you're like a politically heightened right now because of the campaign. Sure. And you were and you were and you were ripping bongs. <laughs> Fucking like watching Tim Pool and the Kumi rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd be doing. If man's I, gotta if do, single, the man. I, if I lived in a place where that could happen, that's exactly what I would be doing. I mean, I will tell you it's uh gonna be very possible i like edibles i don't like smoking so yes i'm i'm with dan on this i'm not a yeah. big smoke i hate I, it it makes I me like, feel funky. but for the joke for the visual joke you gotta have that the dude ripping yeah you gotta bomb. have you gotta have Pulling the bomb. That fucking shit i mean there, there uh there's a law getting passed and i was talking to our, our cousin and he works for the va and he was telling me that by 2022 it's gonna medicinal marijuana is gonna be good to go in the va yeah, so i'm gonna have to hurt my back well i already get it I oh. get it. Oh, that's because you're the dude. Mental. Yeah, I don't care about you guys. Whatever, dude. You, you got your yeah, own... yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it for free though, you know. But Alabama made it. It's one hundred twenty dollars for uh, a month supply or two months. It's like two months supply, but you get seventy milligrams a day. Is that a lot? I don't even know. Yeah, that's a good bit, dude. So you'll be all right. What are you doing? Huh? What's you? You can do this now. No, it's not official yet, but it'll be probably after this election. You're going to be able to go get the pill form. And it's pills. It comes in like pill forms, and, and it's up to 70 milligrams per day you can get. See, I feel like we're going down a dangerous road of, like, addiction. You're like, oh, just put it in a fucking pill. Yeah, well, I mean, because they just like a pain, they have to write at that, point, it has, at that point, it becomes a painkiller. Like, Well, no, it doesn't. Well, dude, what's the difference between taking a, a shit ton of fucking THC and like Oxycontin? A lot, a huge difference. Is there a huge difference? Yeah, dude. If you're so listen, high, you can't get up off the floor. No, dude, listen, you're not gonna get seventy milligrams. Will fucking get you high. I promise you that. But like, like you're high, but you're high. Yeah, not that high. Not that quite. Fuck that's that. that's a five hundred milligram 
I've done it. Oh, like a star of death, like or whatever. Like, dude, I've done 500 milligrams. That shit will fucking end your life. Like, you are fucking another dimension. But 70, 70 is literally enough to go. I'm fucking like I'm fucking fucked up. Like you're fucked up. It's like taking a 12 pack and doing it in like half hour. Dude, imagine how much fun you would have had with the Comey rule if you're high as fuck. Dude, I might have to save it for that. I mean, imagine, imagine how fun you would have on election night if you were a little high. Oh, that'd be great. And you're just like going like this all the time. Yeah. Mm. Like the James Brown. I mean, I, I think it's uh, it's something I'm excited for. I hope they pass after this election, and it will go and we'll be good. And then I will. It's past the. Well, that's local- the problem. Like, I, I, it, I wish Trump had made it a, a, an issue for this this election. I wish he had made it an issue because when Joe Biden says like, "Well, I'm for there's, there's, it, he should have been like, uh, "Yeah, dude." And guess what, buddy? I'm doing it right now. Take yeah. it off the table. Boom. Done. Yeah. I mean, he could he could probably decriminalize or, it. Or he level. could he could have it all set and ready to go and say, listen, you know, I'm going to need a little bit more time. I'm going to grease a couple no, more wheels. I, I, I got I rid of, I get rid of Jeff Sessions, this Keebler elf who's trying to gatekeep. I got rid of him. Path is clear. I think it's one of those things that uh, it's going to be legal by 2030 for sure everywhere. That's too long, Dan. I'm fucking. I want to do it while I'm young. Just, what do you mean, dude? You'll just get high when you're old and you'll be fine. No, it won't be cool then. It won't be <laughs> like will I well actually, you know, will I still be wearing a Misfits t shirt at forty three? Probably. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Honestly. Yes. Yes. But like that's the thing, you know, it's like weed's just gonna be you go down to your local dispensary, like how it was in Oregon. Go down to your local dispensary, you pull out fucking forty bucks, you walk up, you yeah, what that fucking you drive your ass home and you fucking like uh, this shit was a dabinol was my favorite dude. You I would turn into, kill. You turn into a minion when you go to the store. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude. Oh, dude. I can't tell you the sweet. Like I, what I would do every night. It was like every night. I didn't like doing it during the day because during the day was. Just, I just it, it didn't like it. I didn't no, enjoy I, it. I feel the same way. It's like day drinking. You're just like yeah, yeah. But no, I mean like if you're going for like a walk, it can be nice. But if you're just sitting there like high during the day, there's something about in the in the night when the night comes and like you know you yeah. can really turn down the light the lights down low, put on a fucking movie and just get a little stoned. And I have back pro- I have back pain. I do. I just do. And dude, it's a fucking oh oh the relief. Like dude, you're like. You can't feel any pain, and maybe it is like a pain reliever, but it's it's just it's just gone. Like well, you're is, like, oh, it is. Uh, it's used as a pain management tool it for is, medicinal it is. marijuana. Like that's it why is. they give it to people with cancer and stuff because it just alleviates your pain. But like, if you can't, if you're telling me I'm an American and I can't pop some fucking like you know 50 milligrams, because dude, I'm telling you, Sean, I would literally, I would literally do this. I had a 500 milligram bottle. Those were like 35, 40 bucks. I'd buy two of them. It would last me like a while, but all I would do, and I'm dead serious, I would just take a swig that was probably like, and I'm not talking a gulp, like a little, like two tablespoons. And I was like fucking gone. Like I would be sitting on the couch being like Shazam again and again. I would have to re-up probably like at the end of Shazam and then like 20 minutes of watching YouTube. I'm like, I got to do it again. Got to watch Shazam again. It just made me feel good inside, you know. It yeah. just made me feel great. Family film, dude. Shazam! It's it's my movie of 2019. Okay, that was my movie. Well, yeah. I mean, if you get high, and, all I, the time and I bought it twice. I bought it twice. 
You bought it twice? Because I was so fucking high on Amazon Prime. I wanted the special features. Uh, and I so I thought I was just buying the special features because I was that high. And I bought it again. And I was like, why would you not sell the special features separate, Amazon? Oh, no. It's just come with it. Or did you rent it and then buy it? No, or? I bought the fucking regular edition. And I saw the special features. Oh. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I hit enter. I was like, yeah. I just ripped through. And then next thing I know. Yeah, Amazon got me one time. Like, I was going to get a digital copy of a movie. I owned it on disc, but I wanted to just watch it on my laptop. I don't have a disc drive on my laptop. So I was like, ah, all right, well, I get this digital. I'll buy it off of Amazon. And um, I didn't realize that, like, it was the wrong version of the movie. But because of my laptop, like, the button stuck. So it hit buy and play at the same time. And once I started playing it, I couldn't return it. Because you can, if you just have it in your library. You could fucking turn it back in and get your money back. Because I've done that before. Because I've like impulsively or like, you know, I'm drunk at night. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to yeah. buy this comic book. I'm gonna... <laughs> like, yeah. I've done yeah. that before with digital products. But you, yeah. if you, as long as you don't like really open them, you can return them. I'll tell you this though Audible, dude, I've listened to entire fucking audiobooks and then just be like, nah, I didn't like it. Problem with the narrator. Get my credit back. Nah, I'm not even shitting you. The only one they didn't let me do it with was Dune, because I had listened to 12 hours of Dune, and they're like, "No, buddy, you've also <laughs> had this for a year." Like, yeah, you know. like, come on, come on. But I guess if it's probably within 30 days, I think it's a 30 day money back guarantee. Like, if you have a problem or something, dude, and you can fucking dude, you can listen to all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I'm cool. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you know, that after like, okay, you hit 50 percent of the book. Like, yeah, you would think it would be something like that. Like, Steam has a thing now where it's like if you play less than two or three hours, you could just return, return it for full refund. Which they fucking, thank God well, they did that. Because they're like, you know, people made the argument, and I think they made the honest argument. It's like, well, I need a demo. Like, you, people don't put out demos of their games anymore. Like, the and only thing also, you, the only they're thing you so can really fucking do, buggy now. And, and the, the lies that they tell, like Blizzard, like what they did with their shit, with their like Warcraft three or whatever they did, it was supposed to be all these updated like graphics, and, and it was just like a fucking port. Oh, and they did the whatever. shitty port of it, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, like if if they're not being, I think Steam, I think Steam did the right thing, and then because well, that's how it should be. No, it should be like that. I think good old games, which is something I always recommend to people, if you're a PC gamer, good old games is a great resource. If you can buy something on good old games instead of Steam. I would always go to good old games. They're just a better... It's actually they're co-owned by CD Projekt Red, actually. Um, and uh, they're a great service. They're, and they will always... like. It's really easy to get refunds. It's all DRM-free, which means I could like literally like put my shit on a thumb drive and give it to you. Like It's not locked to an account. It's not whatever. Like You can just go get it and just... Yeah. Yeah. Because actually, a lot of people don't know. A little little side tangent, a little trivia for you. CD Projekt Red actually started as a bootlegger of PC games um, back in the early '90s. That's awesome. That's how That's... that company started because they weren't released out there, so they would have to make illegal copies and sell them. That's how that company starts started. So I, that's just a little cool piece of trivia for you. So Cyberpunk, 1990. Pretty much, they were yeah. cyber as fuck back then, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like Tron. Do you know what Tron? You know why they named the movie Tron? <laughs> why? Do you know why? Could Do you I guess? know why? Could you I guess why remember. they call it Tron? I Can probably you guess. Well, because that's the name of the master program or something. No. Yeah? No. 
Well, come on. No. Why? Do you know what the actual reason was? Electronic. They just took, I swear to God. That's why they did, they go, well, the uh, electronic, right? That's pretty Tron. That's cool. It's like Tor. Hey, Tor, Tron's Tor. a cool ass. Tron's a cool ass name. It's it's better. The mo- the name is better than either of the movies. So Yeah. Which, you know, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, everybody. If I had access to edibles, I'd probably fucking love Tron. Dude. Straight up. I, I would probably every, love Tron. There's something about I'll t- oh my god, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a trip. We'll be alright. <laughs> we'll do a trip. Okay. Well we'll just leave it at that then. Um. Yeah. So the Comey rule. Any closing thoughts on the Comey rule, Dan? Don't watch it. But if you if you're if you're a Trump supporter and you're informed, watch it. And if you're a liberal, watch it and then get informed after and be shocked by how much they left out and or decided to leave out. Well, like for me, it's not even that they they recontextualize things on purpose to frame it a different way. And I think yeah. so. It's like these are the facts. Uh, but they don't tell right. you like how those facts can come to an existence, why those which, facts which you, you're happen. not going to be able to do in a three and a half hour thing. Anyway. No, uh, no I, I agree with you. But uh, um, but I do think it is there. They do it that way to be manipulative. I don't think it's a, a matter of adaptation. And I think it's what they choose to do with so, certain things because they just know the public consciousness is high on certain yeah. elements. The public Listen. consciousness is high on the piss tape. Like so, that is constantly brought up. It's just there to be a cudgel. Uh, the public consciousness knows that Trump eats two scoops of ice cream, so it's in the movie. He oh eats, yeah, he eats McDonald's, yeah. so it's in the movie. Like uh, he sniffs when he talks, so it's in the movie. Like it's that kind of like obnoxious. You know what Chris Hayes just said? What did Chris Hayes just say? Everyone has 2016 PTSD, and I think there's still reason to think polls have some system systematic problems reaching low trust voters but right now it's really hard to come to any conclusion other than trump is losing badly like this is the same dudes who told you hillary clinton was going to win win in a landslide oh, yeah, victory. Sure. like and i'm just like you know what dude the comey rule if anything will gain a couple points i think People are going to be sm- so turned off by how fucking smug and self wretched it is. They're going to be like, "Oh, fuck these people." I don't think they will, but that's I like that was, a- that would be my takeaway. It was just so fucking smug and self righteous, and just like so. And I find it so obnoxious. I really do. Uh, like it's just it is like this. All of these people are saints, guys. You know who should have been everybody he- involved looking into this. If they're they are so above board, they're all they need they- to be. They need to be put into the the church somehow as saints. Yeah, canonized. I'll tell you this much: they they fucked up hiring Jeff Daniels because it should have been Kevin Costner. If they would have had Kevin Costner as James Comey, this movie would have been a smash. <laughs> smash! You would have fucking killed it. Can you imagine? Kevin Costner could have paid, could have played James Comey, and he went golfing a lot, and then all of a sudden, he ends up winning. The regional FBI golf tournament in the middle of all this it turns into Tin Cup. That's that's Kevin Costner, right? What the the golf guy, Tin yeah. Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Gosh. Kevin Costner, he could have played Trump. You know, trivia said that Jeff Daniels said he would play Trump if nobody else would. Mm. If nobody else would step up that's to the honorable. plate. 
What an honorable man. He's a lot like James Rutherford Comey. Integrity. Ethics. Due to the real James Comey, his distinctively tall height of 6'8". Jesus, that is tall. Is that Jeff- how tall he is? Yeah. 6'8". Wow! What Jesus. a giant. He this played- guy should be playing basketball. He um, played football, probably. Jeff Daniels wore two-inch lifts in his shoes to increase his on-screen stature from 6'3 to 6'5". He admitted that even while wearing the lifts, Comey to- towered over him when he visited the set. Oh, Comey visited. Now, there is your propaganda. So tell me how the conversation went really Trump. Well, let me tell you. I can't stand this movie. Listen, go don't waste your money. Okay. Here's a well this is a little inter- like I did not look at this trivia before we started talking so it's my bad. At one point the film was scheduled by Showtime to premiere after the 2020 presidential election. Jeff Daniels threatened to refuse promotion of the movie if that was the case, stating that the decision was a slap in the face to the cast and crew that had worked hard in order to get the film completed before the election. It was ultimately scheduled to premiere on September 27th, 2020. These so that just shows you right there. They that this is, this is it just validates what I said earlier. They are that fucking arrogant. Well, that, it's not arrogance. No, that's fucking hubris. No, oh, no I, I could say it's hubris. Hubris and arrogance, right? Those are two separate things. So tell me if I'm wrong. Well, they're 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 you know kind of synonyms in a certain yeah degree. yeah. But like hubris is like I'm I I have this. I guess you could call it arrogance. Overconfidence, arrogance. Yeah, right. whatever, right? Like the hubris. I think that's maybe fair, but I think it's more they really view Trump as like Hitler. Like they think he's Hitler. They oh, believe yeah. it. No, this Sean, is their, this Dwayne is their the Rock Johnson came out and supported. Joe Biden, who wrote the 1994 crime national crime bill, he fucking goddamn Kamala Harris, who put fucking blacks and minority and other minorities in fucking prison and then wouldn't let them out so she can use them as free slave labor to fight fires. I know. Holy shit. And Trump gives money to historically black colleges and universities. I don't know, man. Who are you just saying one person who loves minorities. uh, The other people do not. I'm just saying, and and is basically being loved by minorities. This is like this is like Chris Hayes and like these guys. Like I follow him on Twitter, and I usually just now I'm just posting pictures of Trump and and a king, mm-hmm. like, and I just start posting it. I just post it like 50 times, over and over and over again. I just post it, all on the same thing. They'll just block you. Nah, they don't block me right after you. They see my name. They know it's a Zoobox. It's a respected oh. media outlet. We need to uh, <laughs> Zoobox News, dude. Yeah, I all the time I go up to people. I say, "Hey, Sean Deegan from Zoobox News. Just wanted to ask you a quick question. We should do that more. Yeah, you should. We, we should, should do man on. on the street interviews. Just uh, like just assault people with our phones. And be like, I hey, want to do it like uh, Dan Deegan from Zoobox News. And I just want to ask you a question. Who are you voting for this uh, election? Yeah, I want. Oh, I want to do it like dummy? Ryan Long. You know Ryan Long? I like Ryan Long, the comedian. I think so. When he did know. like the woke dude versus the racist dude and how they're like exactly the same. Oh, yes, yes. That where that dude, he did one where he comes up and he goes, uh, he goes like, uh, listen, uh, what do you, how do you feel about transgender people? And it's like a guy in New York City and the dude's like, oh, you know, it's fine. Like, whatever. Like, you know, you do your thing, babe. I, mean, I would support, fully support LGBTQ plus IAAA kin. And, uh, and then he just goes, well, you know, yeah, like, well, my daughter, well, I think it's a boy that like, wants to transition and all this stuff and it comes to find out that like it's his like three month old baby. He's like he's always crying, he's always complaining, he's always hungry. I was like, he must be telling me something, right? 
Brian wants to be a woman. And like, (laughs) and the dude, the dude was like kind of confused. It was beautiful. It's a great minute. It really is. Ryan Long on YouTube. Go subscribe. He's funny. It's funny shit. He is perfectly explaining like the modern, uh, the modern media establishment, like, and how they act and like with the left and everything. And, and then just how people interact every day. He's, he's that counter narrative. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Funny to me. I just like people that are equal opportunity offenders. I think, you know, as far as comedy goes, like funny is funny. It doesn't really matter to, to me. Where Dave the, Chappelle used to be that way. I don't know. I dude, I don't know what, the, you know, like I, I think maybe, he's gone, dude. I mean, this was uh, probably my favorite living comedian for most of my adult life. I would most, agree of my, that. most of most of actually growing up as a teenager as well. And, and Rob I, I just so smart, so thoughtful. And then just, and then just be a start becoming a Kool-Aid drinking asshole uh, it seems very weird. It just seems weird and opportunistic. Far, but... I think it shows you that he is finally actually out of touch. And he just reflexively acts based on like some of the communities that he's involved in. Uh, he's actually now is 100%. He's just an out of touch rich guy. Well, Which we makes sense. That, but we uh, well, Dan, I don't know if there's a way to escape that. There's no, just but, no like, way his around His response it. to the George Floyd shooting was, you know, was not unhinged. His, uh, it was not unhinged, but there was there was definitely. Uh, we're gonna less... take to the streets and rat a tat 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 tat. That's how that show ends. I know. What I'm saying is, he gives a whole screed about how why should I speak out about this? You know, why should I like blend my voices? I don't even know what the fuck happened. Blah blah blah. And then just does it. And then does the thing that he thought was stupid because a week went by. And you're like, okay. Well, All right, dude. It was important, but he's got his. I, I think it's right to get your opinion out there, and just because you're, and I understand what I he was saying. I but don't like, think I don't think if, you're not entitled to your opinion, but when you when you posit your opinion as like the voice of a philosopher king, which he often does, because his 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 last few comedy specials, especially the one uh, that was like the intimate one that was inside the club, mm-hmm. and he talks about the the pimp that book. Oh, what the fuck's the name of that book? Slim. Mm. Uh, eluding me at the moment. Half of it's a stand-up thing. Half of it's a fucking seminar. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Well, he did the same thing in another one because then he talks talks about the the kid who got hanged, who got lynched. There was no kid that got lynched. Back not recently. No, I'm talking Wait, like. Oh, you talking about Emmett, Emmett Till? Emmett Till. Yeah. He gives he gives like a dissertation about Emmett Till, yeah. and you're like, this is what I'm saying. Like, he posits himself as a like just as much of like a philosopher as as a comedian, whether he intends to or not. That is the effect. And, I mean, uh, I think I think that's what kind of brings, like, to me, even with him, or, uh, you know, uh, he, it's it's his ability to connect, and he's a decent orator, and he's a good. Oh, riff. he's he's an amazing so, speaker. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't, I think it's kind of hard when you come from these areas that are, you know, I, I don't want to use the word downtrodden, but yeah, downtrodden and. Not very like he's not like a privileged dude like LeBron James who came from like a, you know like oh, like or like Kevin Hart like you don't hear Kevin Hart talking about this stuff. I I respect Kevin Hart's work ethic and what he, what he brings to the table. Maybe not as a comedian but as a person. Yeah, but Dave Chappelle's been fucking very wealthy since he was like twenty one. 
I mean, it's not, it's well, not like he lived a long time in the school of hard knocks. That's just not well, the reality. That, that, that's but that doesn't matter. No, I'm he not saying that your childhood doesn't doesn't have an effect on you. Of course it does. Uh, yeah, but he but also like, has parents and shit that like drove him to comedy clubs. Like he wasn't. Yeah. Not, he was not some sort of fucking out there wild and fucking. No, but like he soul. still saw the effects of his community. He still lived and grew up in it. Like he didn't grow up in like. You know, going to the best basketball school in the country and having did, like high income, two earning parents. Did his mama sell crack on the streets? Probably, but uh, I think, I, I think it was one of those things where, like, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of pain going around. There's a lot of pain, and like you have to sit there and go, like, he has the right to feel pain, and I don't, I, I listen, don't hold him I, to some higher standard. You know, I don't, I don't disagree but, with the sense in the sense that, like, can a person express those opinions? Can a person feel that? Of course not. Uh, but like, it does not really like. It disappoints me, and whatever. I'm sure there are people that oh, whatever, you stupid fucking white guy. Like, whatever. It disappoints me when there is somebody, like I said, that is so thoughtful, that is so smart, get yeah. taken in by a narrative. That is my point. Like, well, the thing is, Dave Chappelle is- has Dave Chappelle has actually a voice that matters to people because it, it touches does. you. It touches you on a very like base human level. Even when he's talking about like just his stand-up routines in general, granted, you know, we I didn't grow up in the hood, I didn't grow up in that kind of stuff, but like he can connect with you on a human level and make you understand a principle or a point. That's why I would say like he is out of all the comedians that like to claim the importance of the medium, Dave Chappelle is somebody that actually executes on the importance of the medium about holding a mirror up to society and bringing and using it as a tool to bring people together. Even that first Netflix special when he came back and he's talking about like gun control and all that kind of stuff, right? Even just well, things I, like I, that. I, I think I think it's completely reasonable to me that he's been hanging around with people like Killer Mike and uh, you know, like which I don't necessarily agree with. The honorable Killer Mike. Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, like there's def well, there's definitely this movement of black supremacy and that is mo- is growing in America, and I'm not saying he he view, but there is something else going on. It's like Ice Cube, you know, or like these elite black uh, entertainers and athletes. Yeah, they've and, all become like fucking. But like, but like someone like, kiddos. yeah, it, it's it. But these things happen, you know, and they, they happen, and I think you'll see some people grow out of it. Um, the manipulation of 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 history and the rewriting of history, and it's like. All I'm saying I, is so much for Are We There Yet 3. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what I was looking forward to. 2021, Are We There Yet yeah, the, yeah, whatever. No, I know what you mean, man. I know what you're but saying. Like, it's it's something that it can just happen to people. It just happens. And they feel responsible. He probably feels responsible in some weird meta way, you know? Because no, he's I, like yeah, a meta yeah. thinker. Yeah, because people tell the, him that he's a leader of a community. Yeah, Whether he exactly. is or isn't because he's a celebrity. Exactly. That, and I but, think that's but, really the big no, point. That's, but that's the cognitive dissonance between Dave Chappelle being ang- saying fuck you to Don Lemon for saying that and then actually just doing it. Yeah. But that's I, what I don't say. I, I know I he, thought, makes a ju- he rationalizes it and he makes a justification. He does it in the special, the 33 mm-hmm. minute one, or however long it is. Eight, it's, yeah, it says like eight minutes, 46 seconds. That's what they and it's like a half, it wasn't like a half hour long. Yeah, it's something like 20, 25 minutes, something like, yeah. And, uh, like, but I don't think it's like, it's like bad satire. It's like when you're like, yeah, I understand you're criticizing the thing, but you still are doing the thing that you're criticizing. Cause you have to, it's like when you watch a horror movie, that's meta and the horror movie is like, we're going to send up 
found footage movies. We're going to, we're going to attack all the tropes, but then at some point you have to be a good found footage movie. And if you're not, then you've discredited all of your commentary about found footage. I would have to go back and watch 846 again, but I don't remember ever. Like, I know he said some controversial things, but well, I just thought it was very, he was very oddly militant for Dave Chappelle. But I do think he has taken that more of a militant turn in the past few years. I think, I I think a lot of he's uh, gotten caught up in some of these uh communities. The Comey rule, the Comey rule. (laughs) Well, I think he's involved with the Muslim Brotherhood and stuff now. Well, not the Muslim Brotherhood, Nation of Islam, Nation of Islam, rather. Uh, yeah. No, like, and you know, there's folks are allowed to exist. The best part of the Comey rule, yes, <laughs> <laughs> they should have brought him in. Like, as like, there was that one black guy. No, actually, like, <laughs> no, Dave Chappelle should have played Jeff Sessions. That's <laughs> yeah. the funniest in the world. <laughs> oh, I, you cook it like just, but don't even try to play like him, just or actually do white face. No, no do white face and then yeah. actually, <laughs> no, try to do it for real. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. That would have been great. Hollywood's dead. It's dead. And honestly, thank God. Thank God. Got a new Tim Cast to fall asleep to tonight. Guys, go check out Tim Pool. Sandra Fairbanks returns. Oh, she does? Yes. I kind of find her somewhat attractive. There's something about her. She's my kind of gal, like these nutty tattoo girls. Yeah, there's something. It's the tattoos. I got a type. I got a type. I got a type. You know, these fucking that look, seem a little. They're very self righteous, but seem a little off. Yeah, I'd say it's a trend in my life. I um, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually, yeah, no. I, hey, go check out the Comey. Do listen. I don't know what you're gonna title this. I don't know. Zubox goes to the movies. Uh, the Comey Rule, 2020. <laughs> Yeah, and just be like, slash analysis. no, we talked about it most of the time. Uh, yeah, for about the first 50%, hour, 60%. Yeah, I would say 50, hey, 60. Right now, we're, we're looking at about 80%. We're good. 80%? Okay, you guys let us know in the comments what percentage you think we, we talked a, about the Comey we, rule. We tore it down, and like, and if people want to bounce after we talked about the Comey rule, that's their, that's their mean, freedom. You, you, that's their could. freedom as patriots, as Americans. Listen to me. Yeah. Look at me. Good guy, Sean. Basically, just like a James Comey type figure, I release you. I release you, Genie. I wish that you were free. I mean, we got we got some big releases coming out this summer, so we got to get or this uh, fall, spring. Fucking what year? What year were you? Is 2020 over yet? I'm so sick of this shit. The most exhausting so, year. Remember cuties? Doesn't that feel like that happened like five years ago? Dude, this is the most abusive, abusive news cycle ever. <laughs> Like, it's so abusive. You're like, can anything just be okay? Like, and the only time it is, is like, you know, like, dude, I'm just, I'm like Twitter. I don't even look at it that often anymore. Cause it's like, you know, it's fun once in a while, but you're just you like, that, you get caught in that cycle. Well, you, you just sit there looking and you're like, all these people are so negative. Like I want some positive. Oh, it is. It's an incredibly negative and narcissistic place. Except Cassandra Fairbanks, dude. I don't know, baby, if you ever leave your husband. And you're married. Kid. Is she married? Yeah, yeah she's married. She's, no, she's, she wasn't married. I don't think she is. For real? Dream so angel, like, dream angel. Are you saying I have a chance? Will you be my? No, she has to be married. No, she's, she's not. Ki- yes, she is. She's not. She's got kids. Yes, she, no, is. she has one child, and she is. John, I'm telling you, she's married, bro. She literally goes overseas to fuck Julian Assange like a couple times a year, or she used to. 
Uh, that seems to be the implication. <laughs> Just implications. Will you be mine, dream I mean, angel? Something about like dream a, angel. I need to get me a Mexican chick. No, Asian or Mexican. I'm not dating. I'm not dating white women anymore, dude. They're out. They're I agree. Out. Cause, well, because you need a shield, basically, right? Because well, you can start being more controversial. You'd be like, "What are you talking about? Racist? Look at my black wife." Yeah. Look at no, my. You, I, could be, I wanna, you could be a. You could be a real Amy Coney Barrett, and you no, could be I like, just, I don't, "No, look no, at my black no, children." I I think Asian is Actually, the more route that no. I really want to go. You know, I think Asians are not too. What's the word they're using a lot now? Not sexualize. Fetishize? There's a word fetish, like fetishing, like you know, oh, Asian, Asian women. women have always been fetishized in America. Uh, well, I mean, it's, they're beautiful. There's some beautiful Asian women out there. They're just gorgeous. There's something is. about them. But they're go disciplined. Check, go check out. Um, um, it's a clip from one of the episodes, A Song of Rubs and Tugs. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. I had an experience with an older Asian woman. Yep. Like a fine one. I just want to I just want to fucking marry me an Asian woman who just knows to like I'm in charge. Do you know, like, you know, who are used to being oppressed because my version of depression is like freedom to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like or oppression. Sorry, did I, did I say say depression? I'm gonna say oppression. Oh, you gotta get a gal from a uh, Hong Kong or something. You gotta get a girl. Yeah, Hong from- Kong, Thailand, Malaysia, where they have like militant governments. You know, yeah, totalitarian like, governments that like can control every aspect of their life. Maybe a lady boy. Get a lady boy. They're probably pretty oppressed. Listen, I know we talked about this on the last Zubox Prime. Everybody should go listen to it. Uh, Dawn of the Baby Presidents, episode fifty-three. I still agree. I still think. <laughs> I was one. I was hoping. I was like, I was like, I hope Dan's not offended because this is just a joke. No, I mean it because is post, funny. The first thing I posted was, "This is the future Dan wants." Yes, I saw. Future. I saw. Because okay. the the dawn of baby presidents. I would agree. Yeah, we need more babies right out of the womb. Oh, um, we agree. But it is what it is. Listen, I don't know. Go watch Comey Rules, dude. That's all I know. Go watch it. Go check it out. Go watch the Comey Rule and get yourself. A, you know, have a good time. Laugh it up. <laughs> Please, if you can smoke weed in your local area, you have the ability to smoke weed, whether it's legal or not. Do it and watch the Comey Rule, and subscribe, like, comment, share. Yeah, uh, definitely gonna need you to smash that subscribe button. But if you really don't like sharing at this point, I get it. We're not big enough, but if you could, we're begging. Yeah, we're, we're 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 just too spicy and not big enough. Like if we I, had like yes. if we had ten thousand, twenty thousand yeah. subscribers, people yeah. would be like, "Yeah, they're edgy, but like whatever, people like them." Like, <laughs> but yeah, but now get... it's like we're one hundred and forty-five. It's not. We're not there yet. We I get think it, once... listen, we get it, guys. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> we get. It. Yeah. We don't want to ruin don't... your small businesses. We don't want to ruin your family life. Um, but your pussies, first and foremost. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. You know, listen, if you're going to lose friends over Zoobox, it's a good reason to lose friends, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, those really were not your friends in the first place. I mean, not to mention, you know, our first, like, you know. I feel like we have a sense that we're very edgy, but we're actually pretty tame. Well, we're fairly tame, I would say, but we're not afraid. The problem is what being edgy today versus edgy 10 years ago is completely like Dude, it's completely. I got a I got I got fucking uh restricted on twitter for 12 hours because i told people uh that were repeatedly harassing me and like trying to find my personal social media that i do not have linked to my twitter uh that they were mentally ill and that they were they're they're autistic 
And they were like, oh, now you're attacking the mentally ill. I was like, yep, no. I was like, no, not the the mentally ill. I'm, ta- I'm calling you mentally ill. I you, guess you can't do diagnoses dude. on uh, oh, Twitter. No, dude, somebody literally said that. They're like, didn't even give a diagnosis, just some sort of general term. I was like, who? Why do you think we're having like a real conversation here, you fucking weirdos? Hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. They're deranged. They might be right in spirit. But their behavior is unacceptable. Much, much like the FBI and the Comey rule. Much exactly. like thank the you, FBI. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it home. That's the yeah. truth. That's the truth uh, right there, everybody. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies, kind of. Zoobox Goes to the Streaming. It's COVID. Tomorrow time. night, debate. Tomorrow night, debate. Yeah, that's or right. Tonight, uh, tonight, tonight it, on whatever John uploads. It'll be tonight. I guess for most people when they hear this on uh, the 29th, we're going to be doing a debate. So if you listen to this in the afternoon, you can come back later. We're going to be doing something with the debate. I don't know if we're going to be able to live stream, but we're definitely going to record our thoughts and uh, embed some audio maybe. So um, anyways, thank you for listening, everybody. If you would like to know more about Zoobox, you want to keep up to date with everything that goes on in Zoobox Nation, there's a bunch of links in the description for Facebook, for Instagram, for my personal Twitter, for Dan's personal Twitter. Also, if you would like to make a recommendation for a daily movie review video or a Zoobox goes to the movies prime time, you want to go big, we can do that as well. We'll put it on the list. Also, if you'd like a topic for us to cover, you want us to hear, you want to just hear our thoughts about a general topic, something, a life thing, a sex question, whatever, throw it in the comments and we will talk about it on Zoobox Prime. You're going to get a wide myriad of a potpourri of answers, I'm sure. It's going to be fun for everybody. You're going to be clutching your chest, laughing. I mean, Maybe Breaking you'll share news. that one, you piece of shit. Breaking news. James O'Keefe says that he might launch the second part to ballot harvesting tonight. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> Snake! Yeah, I just started recording. Um, all right. All righty. Is my shit. Do you have your VPN on or anything like that? I'm checking. I might be. Might lose you. Oh. I'll lose you. What's wrong? Uh. Does that work? Is that better? Yeah, you're back. Uh, dude, I got this picture of you though. Like as soon as... <laughs> Wait, like when when you went uh like when you froze or whatever, like when you I lost you for a second. I got to see your face. It's really funny. Send it to you. You look like you're about to be like like a ghost just appeared on your screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, my beard's getting out of control. Told you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I love shit. it. Nah, dude, this ain't happening for life. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's do, do the uh, the Comey 